0: Welcome back to our health and healing podcast here at Celebration Church. Today we are jumping into part five, which is going to be our last episode. We are super excited to dive into Speak What You Believe. My name is Brooklyn Clark. I'm your host, and I'm joined as always by pastors Steve and Lori Whitaker. Let's jump right in. So how do we activate our faith?
1: Well, first of all, uh, we need to make a choice that we want to stand on faith. That we want to stand on the word of God. And so that's the very first thing you have to do. You know, in 2 uh, Timothy 1.7, it says, God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and a sound mind. You know, in the Greek, that sound mind means uh, good judgment, disciplined thought patterns, and the ability to understand and make right choices. That's good. And when I found that scripture a long time ago and read what it said it, it changed the way i thought about things because it showed me god gave me the ability to make a right choice mm-hmm. so a right choice is making a choice to stand on the word of god and believe what that's he's good. done for you
2: amen that's right i think too, it you know in order to activate your faith You have to have something to believe in. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't have anything to believe in, then what's the use of faith? But you know, we say things a lot of times that we don't really mean. Like, oh, that just kills me, or that tickles me to death. The reason we don't fall over dead is because we don't really believe that. Yeah. You know, we don't. We're just saying things, but they're just words. And sometimes we say words we don't really believe in them. We're just talking. But when it comes to the matter of faith. You know, if you have faith in the word of God, then and you truly believe it and you, you know, you believe it in your heart and you speak it forth, it will happen. And you can find promises in the word of God and stand on them. And and I believe wholeheartedly in that. But I'll tell you, sometimes there's times that God will speak something specifically to you and you can stand on that word. And I, I remember this wasn't in any of my notes, but I just reminded of it. Uh, back I remember, it was in 2002 and it has nothing to do with healing but it's just how you can stand on god's word but i was up t- trying to decide whether to put in for the captain game warden job or not it was in another town we'd been in sarah blanca for a long time and i was established there i knew the ins and outs of everything and i just asked god i was driving down the road one day i said you know what should i do should i even put in for the captain's job It was going to be an Alpine. And he spoke to me, and it was so clear, and he said, the captain's job is yours. And it was so clear and so audible that I called Laurie on the cell phone, and I said, God just told me the captain's job is mine. Mm -hmm. And six, seven months later, it was. And there was policy changes made. I uh, I did miserable on the promotional exam they used to make us take. I mean, everything was against me. You know, one of my best, buddies had a sister that was a high-powered lobbyist in austin and sometimes politics get involved gets involved in those promotions but god just rearranged everything and moved everything into place and made it happen Wow! and that's that but you know it i knew what god told me and i clung to those words you know i never once spoke well maybe i didn't hear him maybe that's what, what he didn't mean that no i knew what he told me and i hung on to it and that's the way we need to be with the promises of god when he says that you know we're healed by jesus stripes we're healed we need to believe that Mm -hmm. we need to speak that i think the the biggest problem with a lot of people and this i was there still ignorant of a lot of things but the biggest problem is they're just ignorant of the word yeah you know and ignorance is not a bad thing you just don't know but if you don't know then it's you can't believe Mm -hmm. so ignorance can cause you to live a life less than god's best a life shorter than you want a life shorter than god wants you to live yeah because if you don't know then you can't believe for it so you have something lord okay that's why it's important to know all that jesus actually did in the atoning work It's important to know Jesus is the express image, the exact copy of the Father. So when you see the Father through Jesus, you will not go to him in fear or go to him feeling unloved or undeserving, Mm -hmm. condemned. You, You know, you won't go to him that way. And the more you know God as your loving Father, the easier it is to believe him. Amen. I think about uh, the woman uh, with the issue of blood in, in Mark five twenty seven. You know, this woman had spent, you know, she'd been to all these different doctors. It says she had suffered many things. She had spent all of her money trying to get healed. And then she heard about Jesus. She heard about his healing power. And she believed that. And she said, if I can just touch his clothes, I shall be whole. Yeah and she was and in matthew's account of this story it says she said within herself so you know i think it was both you know so you know the other account says you know she spoke that the other one says she said within herself i think it was both because we actually speak things in our mind sometimes before we speak it out of our mouth so i think she did both
1: that's true yeah uh, one example i have that kind of follows that up is that you know, when I was in the hospital in Plano, a big portion of that time, I could not speak. Uh, I could not talk. But I know, you know, you get to talking to people about speaking life and speaking this and that. And so, okay, look at me. I couldn't talk. So where does that come into play? But you know what? God knew what was in my heart. Yes. He knew what I believed, and he knew— and what i thought so when steve was reading that scripture about that woman i'm thinking even if it was in her mind god knows her heart That's right. he knows you know he's not going to drop you just because you don't perfectly step out and do something the right way yeah no he loves us That's right. and as long what he wants is your heart mm-hmm. to grab him to grab hold of him yes. to trust him and and he knows and so yes that's just what came to mind when
2: well yeah and and that's something that i want to encourage the listeners too Uh, we've seen ourselves healed we've seen our kids healed back when we didn't know hardly anything Mm -hmm. but we cried out to god and we looked to him and he had mercy on us you know he he knew how ignorant i was of the word yeah but i did know he was god and i was saved and i i knew that you know he could do all these things but in my ignorance i just cried out to him and that's what laurie's saying you know you don't have to be perfect you don't have to be perfect in all you say and all this and that and the other but you need to trust him just turn to him and he won't let you down and uh You know, I've heard some things. I'll just throw this out there. This is not something I intended to talk about today. But so many times I hear people say, well, you know, my grandmother was the finest Christian woman I've ever known. And, you know, she died of cancer. And, you know, why didn't God heal her? Well, as we spoke earlier, you're responsible for your faith. You're responsible for exercising your faith. So we don't always see what's going on in a person's heart. We can't see that, but God does. And, and the other thing I would say on that too, there's a lot of people, and I've heard multiple stories. Pastor Brandon had told me a story of a man he knew, and I've heard of other stories like this where the people are saying all the right things. They have the knowledge. They know what the Word says, but sometimes they're just ready to go home. They're tired of fighting the battle.
1: It's their choice. It's their choice once again.
2: It's their choice. Yeah, and and even I've heard some stories about you know the people said all the right things. Everybody's believing with them, and then they pass on. And then later, in one case, they found a journal, and this person said, "I just said all these right things, but I'm I'm ready to go home. I'm tired of fighting." In another case, they said, "Well, I said all these right things, basically to keep everybody off my back." Mm-hmm. But I'm ready to go home, yeah, but it's a choice, so we make that choice.
0: So what do you mean by power of their words?
2: You know proverbs eighteen twenty one says that life and death are in the power of the tongue, so that your tongue can be used for positive or negative. We release life or we release death with our our words. When you whine and gripe and complain, you are releasing the negative force of unbelief. And unbelief is a counter to faith. So sometimes, Laurie mentioned this earlier, but it's so true. Sometimes I'm almost afraid to ask some people how they're doing because you get a laundry list of everything that's wrong with them. (laughs) And and instead of dwelling on the good things of God and, and looking towards what Jesus has done, they dwell on the bad. So when you dwell on all that is wrong instead of all that is right, that's what you get. You, you, you'll, you'll encompass more of the wrong stuff. It's kind of like a, you know, when a doctor is going to do a surgery, they weigh the risk. They, they decide whether it, it's worth the risk of doing the surgery because it could do more damage uh, than good. But when we believe God... There are no risk. God won't let us down. He gives us hope when there is no hope. So if you haven't believed God for something going on in your life, give it a shot. Um, you know, give it a shot. I, I guarantee you. I, I used to tell my the, the men that worked under me, you know, and they looked up to me in my position. You know, I, I was their supervisor. But I would tell them, don't put your trust in me i said i'm going to do the best i can i'm going to i'll do everything i can to make good decisions to help y'all out to give y'all what y'all need but i am a man and and i can make a bad choice i can make a wrong decision but i said trust god because he will never let you down he will never leave you put your trust in him
1: yeah and i think a lot of times people are real leery about making that choice and stepping out to trust god because they're thinking what if i can't carry it through what if i can't go the distance with it but it's not about that it's just about just start with it start with that choice and then step out and god's going to take you every step of the way and he is never going to drop you
2: yes yes and uh I, i think sometimes when when things don't go like we expect them to go, or they don't happen on the time frame that we set, then we start to blame God, and then uh, we begin to quit believing and start questioning, and that's that's a bad mistake. We should examine ourselves instead of saying, "Well, God let me down." And a lot of times, I've heard people say, "Well, I tried the faith thing. I I tried believing for my healing, and you know, two days later, I didn't see any results, so." You know, God didn't want me well. Well, two days? Give me a break.
1: Well, and I've had a lot of people ask me, you know, um, why has it taken you so long, you know, to recover or to get through this healing process? And you know what? I don't know. And I don't care. But I know this much. I know that I am a stronger, bolder, Just a whole different person. And I feel like, you know, God has turned that for the better for me. God didn't put me through that. I don't believe he wanted me to go through Mm -hmm. that. Not at all. That is certainly not his best. But I did. And I don't focus on the other. I only focus on I'm healed and I don't care. And if I believe I'm healed, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, when you see it Totally a hundred percent
2: yeah i think a big mistake is sometimes we get to dwelling on the problem instead of dwelling on him and, and and you know there is so much relief in just dwelling on him yeah there's so much peace in just dwelling on him but when you dwell on the problem you are just adding stress mm-hmm. to your life and I, and I think uh just a quick story when when we came back from the hospital in Plano. And really and truly, when when those doctors turned us loose up there, I don't think they expected Laurie to make it. You know, she was the sickest patient patient in that hospital for a long time. But we come home, and she weighed ninety two pounds. Wow. And if you see her today, and you think, wow, you know, really, I mean, because you you don't picture her that way, but she weighed ninety two pounds, and and she stayed that way for six months and and it was a frustrating period you know i'm wanting her and we're home i want to see immediate results but like laurie said if you trust us in god you just keep trusting him you just keep thanking him for everything you keep loving him you keep receiving his love for you and you don't worry about that time frame but i look at her now i'm i'm so grateful for where she is Mm -hmm. and i'm so grateful. But we know more than ever how much God loves us. And, you know, speak, going back to what we're talking about with our words. God created the heavens and the earth by words. He spoke everything into existence. So all of creation responds to words. It's been proven that, you know, talking nice to flowers helps them grow better. But if you cuss at them and holler at them, they tend to pull away and shrink back. So what you say doesn't just affect flowers, but it affects your body. You know, if you keep speaking death and disease and curses mm-hmm. and saying, well, you know, my granddad died of this, and I will too, you're speaking death into your body. And if you really you believe that, you're compounding the problem.
1: Well, and you're also speaking what you believe what you're expecting to happen
2: yes yes and if you you know uh, this is so silly but i'll throw this out there just to show you how ignorant i was at one point in my life still ignorant in a lot of things but when i was in my 20s I, i went into law enforcement when i was 20 years old and at that point someone in their 40s looked like they're really old i mean i thought those people are old they're in their 40s you know so my saying was that i wanted to go out in a blaze of gunfire by the time i was 45 i want to take as many bad guys with me as i could but i want it over with because i didn't want to get old Mm -hmm. well that was stupid but that was my thinking and now when i started getting closer to that age i started rebutting all that and saying no (laughs) that's not i want to live a long life you know because i when i got into my 40s you know i'm in great health and thinking No, i'm i'm not old well today i'm 62 i'm in better health better shape than i was when i retired at 55 from the game wardens but my thinking has changed Mm -hmm. you know how i look at life how i view the word of god what Mm -hmm. i speak out of my mouth is different than it was back then and i see a difference in myself that's good and when i speak the word of god when i when i say things like as my days are so shall my strength be i feel the strength welling up inside mm-hmm. of me because i believe that yeah so it's important what we speak um you're always better off not to speak doubt and fear even when you feel it rise up in you you know you just don't say it mm-hmm. you you don't have to say it and i think about matthew six thirty one. it says therefore take no thought captive saying in other words don't just speak any thought that comes to your mind don't give wrong thoughts a voice don't speak those words those thoughts that are contrary to the word of god when you're fighting a sickness you're better off way better off to just speak faith-filled words and you think about it what good does it do you to just talk about your sickness you're only reinforcing what's going on in your body if you want to see a change speak words of change even if you don't totally believe what the word of god says you're still ahead just to speak what the word of god says and the more you hear yourself speaking it because there is faith in the word of god then the more you're going to start to believe it yeah so yeah just you're better off doing that
1: well and when that really gets into your heart you know, that believing what you have in Jesus. it's it, And you speak it out then. I mean, that. Here lately with me, I mean, that's when I have seen things manifest quickly. I mean, quickly. Like a day or two. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's very important, you know, to speak. Speak alive. And then, but keep, as you're doing that, keep uh, building that relationship drawing closer to god because when it gets in your heart it really really yes becomes powerful Mm -hmm.
2: yeah all these things you know that that jesus has provided for us are so awesome you know we're going to be in heaven someday with him but right now we're living in his kingdom here on earth yeah and, and we have things available to us that belong to us but the thing that is the most important for every believer is that relationship with god it's it's knowing how much he loves you You can't get past that that's that's the beginning of everything else you know on words i would bring up mark uh, eleven twenty three, where it says verily i say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he saith Shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So three different times here, the emphasis is given to what you say.
0: That's really good.
2: Yeah, it it it, speaking is important. But here's and here's the thing, and I don't want people to get take that you know misconstrue this. Mm -hmm. You can't just speak anything and say, okay, if I have enough faith and say it, this will happen. Because I've heard people think, oh, well, I desire that woman for my wife but she's married to so-and-so. So So that's not how faith works. You know, faith, it's only viable and working pertaining to the Word of God to receive what Jesus has done or to receive what God has told you personally about something. But uh, a lot of people don't want to say something good and get their hopes up in the face of adversity, you know, which is counter to everything god's teaching us here so the mountain in this scripture here in mark that that mountain is anything that is your problem that's what it's talking to you know speak to your problem you know about god i think so many times we speak to god about our problem and i'm i mean we can bring our he wants us to bring things to him but sometimes that's all we do we dwell on the problem and we never just speak to the
1: problem but i think most Mm of the time When we're talking to God about a problem, we're asking him to fix it instead of just in conversation with him Mm -hmm. saying, hey, you know, this is going on, that's going on, even though he knows it. I mean, he knows everything. He knows what's going on in your life, but he wants you to love him and to just be in fellowship and constant conversation with him. And so it's fine to go talk to him and say, hey, this is a mess you know, or whatever, but don't keep asking him because he's done everything he needs to do. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, in the area, well, when you know you're saved, you know you're born again, you don't keep going back to God and, and talking to him about whether you're born again or not. I mean, so why would we do that on healing or anything else like that that's been promised to us? If we know it and we're confident that God has done it, then we just receive it and we thank him for it i think that thankfulness that attitude of gratitude is one of the most important things a believer should possess in everything we do but unfortunately you know a lot of people don't know haven't been taught what all jesus has done for
1: and speaking of gratitude i was talking to god one morning and this is what the holy spirit told me because i was telling him i'm just so grateful that you know, I can't even put into words how grateful I am. You know, I wish I could, but I just can't say enough to show my gratefulness. And he immediately told me, you can show your gratitude by walking in what my son has done for you.
2: Amen. Amen.
1: And that is so true. I mean, you think about it, you as a parent, when your kids listen to you and you tell them to do something because you know it's good for them, you know, and they do that. Yeah. Yeah. You you yes. appreciate that. It makes you feel good, you know. Yes,
2: absolutely. I think too for speaking for Laurie and I, we had to overcome a lot of wrong teaching that we got early in our life just to get on the right road to believing that we are healed, to believe in what Jesus has done for us because we were taught, well, sometimes God heals, sometimes He doesn't but now that we've dug into the scripture and now we see and we've experienced a lot of things we know mm. it's always god's will to heal yeah for sure so it's, it's just uh, sometimes we have to overcome some other things
0: doesn't it maybe seem a little strange for some people to speak to their problem the idea of like speaking to an issue
2: it does it does sound funny you know you think about it like speaking yeah. to your liver and saying liver you know be healed be healthy in jesus name it it does it's not something that comes naturally to the natural man yeah but when you look at the story in mark 11 12 through 25 where jesus he spoke to a fig tree and and actually one of those uh i don't remember if it's in mark or not but it says jesus answered the fig tree evidently the fig tree which he created spoke to him but he speaks to this fig tree and he cursed it because it didn't have figs because to my understanding of those fig trees in that area, when they have leaves, they have figs. And apparently it appeared that you know it should have had figs and it didn't. so he cursed it and said no one's going to ever eat of you again." Then so at that very instant in the roots of that fig tree, it was dead. but physically, it you know it, it was withered or the appearance of its death was not immediately apparent until the next day when they mm-hmm. walked by it and then they saw it and they said look the fig tree you cursed it's dead yeah but it wasn't instantaneous
1: well and how many times does that happen with us when we speak to our lying symptom and yet we don't see it go away and then that's usually when we give up yeah but remember this right here you know, he didn't see the fig tree withered until the next day. Yes. So it's the same way with your symptoms. Right. You know, you, you keep on course. You keep believing, you know, and know it, it'll go.
2: Yeah. And, you know, we mentioned earlier, you know, the physical manifestation originates from the spiritual. Yeah. So the moment you believed and spoke, change happened. So don't give up don't don't start getting into that thinking well you know why is it taking so long why this why that if you're believing it in faith and you speak it it is happening in the spiritual realm and it will manifest in the physical
1: Mm -hmm. and another thing to realize if you're doing that is that once you're looking at that symptom you have to realize that you're not in faith because faith is believing and not seeing
2: yes yes but yeah that that is so true you know if
1: you're worried okay that didn't go away that didn't go away that didn't go away then you're focused on what you're seeing yes and not on what you believe
2: yeah and and really you know scripturally speaking sight is the opposite of faith that's that's what the scripture says you know sight what what you see it is the opposite of faith sometimes because faith is in the unseen. You're not seeing it yet, but you have faith and you believe that. But with us, I know we, we've been through quite a bit. We've seen other people go through quite a bit of things. and But the people that we know have been the most successful in their walk in, in regards to healing are those that know that Jesus has already paid for it he suffered those stripes on his body for our healing and those people that stand on that they believe God for that they thank God for that and they just confidently when something comes up so I know I'm healed mm-hmm. uh, Jesus has already paid for that uh, and I thank him for it we have seen better results with people who live life that way than than any other way uh we've just seen it over and over and over so I I pray that Everyone that has listened to these podcasts, get into the Word of God. See what Jesus has done for you. Look at those promises. Go back, you know, if you're looking in the Old Testament, go, go read into, like, Young's literal translation where it will say he carried our sickness and our pains in Isaiah 53. Yeah. Uh, you know, look over there, Matthew 8:17 where it says Jesus fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah when he was healing everybody. 1 Peter 2.24, by his stripes we were healed, past mm-hmm. tense. Meditate on those things. Think about those things and, and let that get into your heart. And and as you know God better and you trust God more, it will be easier to believe him.
1: Amen.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us here on this podcast. We hope that this has helped you along your journey to know God better and trust him more as always if you have any questions or prayer requests or want to reach out to us please send us an email at celebrate at celebrationchurchlive.com bye